Previously on the Science Fiction Rating System. Well, for birthdays, we're going to be allowed to uh, request a re-ranking, weren't we? Well, yeah, well, okay. bonus re-ranking. Yeah. Basically, that animation's going down. What, Wally? No. <laughs> you guessed mine. <laughs> so, Chris, birthday boy, happy birthday. What film are you going to choose for a re-ranking? Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Oh! <laughs> So it's animation we call over again at the moment. (laughs) I think the film needs to be looked at, maybe extracted from the source material and someone's prejudices. So I would like to put back in Ender's Game. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I'm not watching that again. The fact that I I knew it would make you mad. You've got to. And now the conclusion. Cheated. That's why I look like a plumber. <laughs> this is the science fiction rating system. The podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity, and it aims to rank a couple of those films twice. Yes. This is the re-ranking show. I am one of your hosts, Sam Draper, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Chris Redding. Bonjour. And Alex Humphrey. Hey there. How is everyone this fine bank holiday Monday morning? Lovely. Lovely. Yeah, good, good. Well, we just to, say, uh, knock this out and get outside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Enjoy the sun while it lasts. You say knock this out. This is the longest <laughs> session we'll probably ever do. But <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um, right. So yeah, we are um, we are doing our last three film podcast today, which is our re ranking. Actually, it's not because I guess we'll be re ranking three films this time next year, won't we? Yeah, we yeah. could do that as a special. Kind I think do. that's a fair. It'd probably thing be the same do. films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not gonna. No, yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm, I'm worried about the outcome of this one, so I'm not gonna pick this. No, one. right, yeah. So for people who <laughs> haven't been listening, we across the uh, on our birthdays, we each picked a film we thought was in the wrong place in the list, and this week we're gonna re- we have rewatched those three films to hopefully place them somewhere a bit more appropriate or somewhere we can at least agree on more. And the first of those three films I chose, and that was Wally. And uh, if you listened last week, you will have heard that I wasn't really that fussed about where Wally is now. It's at number <laughs> 17. Sounds good. Uh, any advance on that? No, I'm happy with that. Let's move yeah. on. Sweet. <laughs> really? We're not even going to talk about it. Wow. Well, are you happy, I mean... with, are you happy with it at 17? I watched it. I thought it was all right. I thought it was, it is a good film, and I, I went into all three of these, apart from one, I went into two of these being like, right, okay, bring it down. Yeah. You know, let's be really hypercritical. Yeah. And I thought, oh, what I remembered about Wally was that the beginning's really good, but then as soon as humans are involved, it's not as good. Correct. But I think, yeah, but I'm not, but it's not, not as good as I thought it was. It's actually still quite good when the humans are involved. It's a high quality if, film. Yeah, exactly. And I kind of, in my head, I'm like, oh, when he's on his own, it's really clever and it's really innovative and it's silent movie. It's brilliant. When there's a human, it's boring. But actually, when there's a human, there's still quite a good plot and there's some good heavy messages there. There's lots of stuff to see going on because there's lots of like droids doing different technical things and interesting things. And that's what I don't like, though. Those droids, that's what it just turns into like a shitty Pixar film for me. I don't like that kind of 
I mean, it's all right, but like all that nonsense, the, dro- the cleaning drawing things and all the little personality oh, I quite stuff. Like that. It's all right. I just much prefer the the earlier bit of the film. Yeah, I'd like but to see the live say... action version of it. Wow, but they, they probably will do that sometime soon. That's the kind of thing they would do. <laughs> it's saved by the credits as well. Those credits With are Jeff brilliant. The captain, the credits are good. <laughs> and yeah, Jeff Garner would be all right at that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but no. Ultimately, sorry. Uh, Seventeen is a fine place. It's very for it. pretty film in places, well. and it's got a nice ecological message. Yeah, yeah, it definitely it's looks a, nice. Yeah, it's a good message because the message isn't just like it, the message is that you have to sort it out. It's not that we can just leave it to robots to sort out. We have to sort it out. Mm. Yeah. So, and it's not heavy-handed with that. It is just that they went and thought the robots would. I mean, a do perfect all, film but, for to show a kid. I think it's mm. yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, I think they'd get something out of it. Yeah, is no, it? no, you're right. 17 is fine. We don't really, it doesn't need to go up. Great, we're that, making time already. It's bloody hell, that's, <laughs> yes, there we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, we're at four minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we'll have this yeah. done in about 15 minutes. Well, I don't know. The next two, more to say the next two. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, that was a poor choice, but I wasn't to know, was I? Um, when did you pick it? How, when, when where it, was it? it was when last you picked September. It? Last it September, and I think it's at number six, or like Ooh. something like that. It was definitely top ten. Yeah, yeah. And um, no, and the, it's in, still, the, in the yeah. few weeks before that, there'd been a couple of instances of me trying to get low down, and you two go, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was yeah. like, right, I'm going to shut those bastards. But now <laughs> it's kind yeah. of, and I think it was trying so. to elicit a really talentry response from me. It was <laughs> more than anything. It was. Right. It was. But what does it prove? It proves that the list works. Proves nothing. So it's, it proves, no, no, but the fact that, no, I mean, it, that Wally is in the right place proves the list is a good, it's a good, you know, it's a good it is, format. It is, it's yeah, good, you're right. It's the first. It's a good formula. It is the, it works. the, after a year of doing this, more than a year, it's the first example of the list actually doing something correct, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah we've got one film right, at least. <laughs> uh, right, well, we won't bother with a break because that wasn't long. So let's go on to our second film, uh, Ender's Game, which Alex chose because mm. he's a, yeah. a weird masochistic man. Um, <laughs> I've got more to say about this one. But first of all, let's hear from Alex. Uh, are you? Do you think this should be higher up the list then, Alex? Is that what the... Yes, definitely. I think that you are both too harsh on it. It's at 57. It's below Spaceballs for effing... Jeffing's sake it's, it's below Flash Gordon it's below Star Crash which was fun but I, I think I, I think this film is really good I loved it just as much the second time around I think it's got some really heavyweight messages I think it's really well done I agree that there are some annoying bits it drags in the, the it kind of sags in the middle I, I kind of get that but I think that you need all that character stuff to because what I think is so fascinating is this kind of idea of fashioning a child into, well, basically a mass-murdering dictator. Um, but I find that fascinating, and I love all the kind of, like, the, the kind of... Uh, the little the kind of psychology of it, the kind of politics of it, the kind of Harrison Ford and... Um, oh, who is it? Who's the woman in it? Uh, Viola Davis, all their kind of like manipulations behind the scenes to make him this person that will ultimately, spoilers, destroy an entire race of beings. Uh, and I love all that. And I think that my, my problem, yeah, it sags in the middle. Bonzo Madrid is an issue, <laughs> but but it's kind of funny. I found him quite hilarious this time, to be honest. And I was quite happy when he's uh, 
it's severely disabled. It's quite you kind of like he gets his revenge. He gets his uh, payback. I think that my problem with it the first time round is the same in that the end feels a bit rushed. I would rather that he just had a breakdown and killed himself at the end. But I think they had to kind of have a kind of happy ending where he goes off to save these beings, and I'd rather have had much more of a even downer. Downer ending than I think they, they thought they'd got a franchise in their hands, didn't they? Yeah, yes, because there's about did. 85 it's... books, aren't there? As well, yes. lots yeah. to draw from, yes, yeah. And it was a huge, it was in the Star Wars all time as well, like, yes, this. yeah, yeah. Mm. But it was one of like the what I wrote it down, it's like one of the biggest bombs, biggest flops of all time, kind of thing, like, mm. yeah, it was a huge, huge flop, but yeah, so anyway, I think it's too low, I think it needs to go out. But I know you both hate well, it. I'm just so saying it sat I'm... here like underneath, like, all the like joke films. Like Space yeah, exactly. Ball, Gordon, Starcraft. It's not a joke. Which was much more fun to watch than this. No joke. Ender's Game is no joke. Well, How dare you. Chris, do you want to go next or shall I go next? What do you think you about You go it? next. Shall I go, go next? next? Right, okay. So, uh, on second viewing, it's even worse than the first viewing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew you knew you'd say it's, that. I think it, it should go down, actually, because it no! was all my time. Oh, it's no! atrocious. All right. my time oh. was wasted. i tell you the main problem with it oh. is that the structure of this film is that it's basically a series of training montages. Mm. You get three different, like, he joins three different bits of the army, does the same yeah. stuff, floats around zero G. None of it has any relevance for the final battle where he's just stood behind a computer. Mm. This is psychology. But, it's, it but it's boring. It's so boring. Oh, and then he gets to the final just... battle, and that's boring because they're just drones being thrown against nothing, and no, there's no consequence. Everyone's just sat no. in a nice room. Oh, no, but there is a consequence because he kills thousands of people. Yeah, so that's, Even the battleships are real. So they're that's all, a nice little all of them. bit, yes. That, I get that. Fantastic. But to get to that point, you've got... 90 minutes, as I ever say, endless training. Everyone is unlikable. The main kid is like psychotic, mm. boring. Yeah. His scream's like terrible. That, He's like funny, connect. like weird, like break, voice breaking scream. Difficult. Everyone, to yeah, definitely. Everyone he talks to, it's just embarrassing. Oh. Every every action he has, the way he talks, like the way he's all like when they're going up on the ship and Harrison Ford's like, what what is it that happens? Someone throws throws up or something, and he's like, oh yeah, oh what's up, Bender? And he's like, oh blah blah, tactics. I'm so great. And everyone's like, oh look at this gimp. And then Harrison Ford's <laughs> like, no, this dude's the guy to go after. And I get what they're doing, but like it just doesn't make a likable film. On top of that, the military is Harrison Ford plus Viola Davis plus nobody else on every ship until the very end <laughs> where about four <laughs> people turn up. That, okay, that is a bit odd. It is a bit odd that the entire military is two people. Yeah. On a, what, are they on a space station or yeah, something? Well, the only way they seem Why to show like, the no scale of it else? is occasionally it'll just randomly like, go boo and zoom out the window to remind yeah. you that you're not just on a tiny little soundstage. It's like a play it's kind of, film. They keep going on about how expensive the programme is and I wonder if it's like it's so expensive they can only afford to pay two people yeah, to, to the run train. It. To train all those kids and that other guy, the DAP, the kind of colonel guy, he's maybe doing it for free. I don't know, but yeah, that, that is a bit odd. I agree <laughs> oh, yeah, that the military yeah. structure, at least in because I, mean, I think it's kind of comparable to Starship Troopers, but not as good. No way. Um, um, so no, not as good. I said, but Starship Troopers, you can see the military. Yes, the, the complex. And it works better. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't see it in this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Also, salamanders, obviously, Bonzo and the salamanders, just embarrassing. <laughs> Like that woman who the girl who turns up is like the I guess the love interest but not really yeah. is cannot act. Yeah. She just like stares gormously at the camera. Everything around them is terrible. The only good bit is when yeah, like he like just randomly just brains Bonzo. <laughs> Bonzo. And actually, I yeah. read that apparently he in the book he's dead. Um, oh. And like the next oh, okay. book's about him like feeling guilty about him being dead and stuff. <laughs> 
which is quite funny. But anyway, yeah. uh, so all this is terrible. But then when it really, really, really jumps the shark is yeah. when is when uh, what's Ender leaves and he goes to like live on a lake by himself mm. and he's like whittled himself a big stick and he's like going across the water like Obi Wan Kenobi. He's mm. just like. He's like this strange little child who's like living some sort of <clears throat> hero's journey he's not earned or deserved. And it's just, it's like, um, like you're watching small children put on a play. No. And it's just embarrassing. Uh, start to finish. The only no. thing I'll say is good, as you say, there's one good bit. And that's when they're like, oh yeah, surprise, you just committed genocide. That's the one good <laughs> bit. But that is not worth all this nonsense. It's I rest more my case. Visit- you can't, it's a, <laughs> the characters are impossible to connect with. Yep. The the whole premise is weird in the sense that you don't get a sense of any danger or real totally yeah like how how are the resources how like these that zero g training thing it just seems like they've got a lot of resources considering it there. But also, well, so, just, there's no payoff for that. They do so no. much of that, and there's absolutely no payoff. Like, no. but it's learning how to fight in in, in space. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. Really I get that. that, didn't he? When he was actually doing his job of commanding, well, he was waving fleet. his arms around. <laughs> <laughs> he has to do that a lot. Yeah, um, really useful. It's all that tactics and training. stuff. Yeah, it all worked. It all paid off when his tactic yeah. was basically like get the big gun, aim when at the planet. When basically he's just playing command and conquer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, it's just uh, yes. Um, I, I had a question for you, Chris. Actually, uh, mm. as the resident science expert here, mm. how do you slingshot your forces into an attack position on the blind side of this planet <laughs> using the gravitational pull from this planet? It's simple. By this the is way. basic it's rocket simple. science. It's basic rocket science. You yeah. could probably do that. Dep- I think, uh, depending I think, on I think, where the planets were. Yeah, it's just yeah, more I that like she just like blurts that out, and it's like I don't yeah. care or want to hear Although about if you're this. Using all that like slingshot game. It would take months to get things into place, not minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bean uh, should take this. I, I don't think I'm uh, best to answer this question. Bean, yeah. Bean knows it more than me. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I, uh, I'm just not going to win this, am I? Also, I, I, um, I sh- another point. So Chris, Chris, you were saying about how um, like there's no like the build, there's no consequence, whatever. Because no. like they keep saying about how there's threats there, isn't it? Mm. And obviously the threat, they're not attacking. We're going to attack them. Yeah. But that... Again, that doesn't really work when, like, you need to have something to like propel the story forward a bit. I think mm. because there's no like it's, it's propaganda, isn't it? That's again, that's it's 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 a lie. It's like it's like no, I get ISIS, it, isn't it? It's, I get it. And and in a book, maybe that works fine. But as a film, it's just boring, isn't it? You need at least some sort of pretend attack or something like that to go on, something to happen. Well, it needs Otherwise, to get you just... on the side of thinking that we are the good guys to start off with. Yeah, and it doesn't, you know, doesn't at all. No, it's it's, not, it's too vague. I think it needs to be, it needs to set its shop up and then uh, react to that. And it doesn't yeah. do that. Like maybe show a proper, like a proper, a bit of the like first it attack. needs to show like like Earth getting done in or something. Yeah. Or... Well, like Starship Troopers destroying uh, mm. Santa Fe. Or exactly. Whatever. Where yeah. is it? Yeah. Where do they? They destroy Buenos Aires. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I I'll take that on board. Uh, it doesn't detract from the film. At least it's a more appropriate bit of from the beginning. I was sat there going, "There's something wrong here," because it, I don't see like we are not. I don't see how the humans have been hit in a way that it, it's big. I just you yeah, see everything like, seems you fine, see, like a it? dog fight or yeah, it's yeah. just weird. And like their life on Earth seems okay, doesn't it? They say a little yeah. bit about the fact they can't have too many children, but but they did anyway, so it didn't matter. And their resource, I mean, they're living quite a comfortable life. They've got this lovely space station. Yeah. 
But it was 50 years ago, the first fight or something, wasn't it? It was years ago. Yeah. So, mm. like, they've built society back up again. All right, yeah, I mean, they could have shown more of what they did, yeah. But then the film would have been longer. It's kind so. of yeah, but the same but, problem but, <laughs> the second Independence Day had. Did you see that? That was terrible. Yeah, it's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. Similar sort of thing. Mm. I think um, the you could have put more in, though, because the thing is, like, you've got probably three-quarters of the film that is that training bit, and if you cut that down, you put more on the start and you put more on the end, mm. you've got more of a more well-rounded film, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I mean, not have mentioned Ben Kingsley, who is just embarrassing, isn't he? Really? Yeah. But he'll do anything. I think they probably could have... <laughs> he I know, he's just a, a renter-actor. I mean, oh, he, totally, he is yeah, terrible yeah. in it. And uh, uh, it's kind of a bit racist, because he's not a Maori, and <laughs> I don't know why he has to do that voice. I don't know why they couldn't have cut... There's a lot of good... Uh, you could at least got someone from New Zealand, or do you know what I mean? You could have got someone from the right area of the com- of the of the planet. I don't know why it has to be him, and he doesn't look anything like the bloke in the ship in the beginning no. at all. <laughs> like that's like even I know it's fifty years, but yeah, no, he's pretty annoying. But also, I mean, he doesn't really do anything, does he? Because like I know no. in the book, you don't you you know Razor Ra- sorry, is his name Razor Rackham? Ma- Mazer? Mazer Rackham. Mazer Rackham. Yeah. You know he's a character. I don't. I shouldn't think so, but I mean, I think I think the he, the Maori guy is in the story all the way through, and you don't know he's the hero of the war, and that's the twist uh, towards the end, which makes okay. more sense than he just turns up and goes, "Yeah, I'm that guy you heard about." Yeah. By the way, we're off to war now, but only not it's simulation. <laughs> he's got no no reason to be there at all. No, no, I don't like him. I, I, I will, but that's just me not liking Ben King. Racist. Really. Yeah, I'm just a big racist against British people that play Yeah, Rada, you're racist against Yeah, <laughs> Rada, yeah, it's true. The only thing he's good in is Iron Man 3, I would say. Oh, yeah. I hate him in that. Oh, I loved him. I hate that stupid reveal. Only because of, like, it was just not what you were expecting. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. That's what, anyway, anyway, I'm not going to win this, am I? I've, I've, I've opened a can of worms. Well, I mean, your argument wasn't very convincing, to be honest. <laughs> what? I, no, but you just don't like it. No, but I just think it. But in all the things I'm saying, I liked about it. You're just think, you're just saying that that you didn't see them. So. Well, no, I see them. Like the stuff about propaganda, I see that's there. It just doesn't work. But I thought it did work. Yeah. Oh, no, well, that's <laughs> that's that's your opinion, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's too. It's two know. against. It's a two against one scenario well, that I didn't think about. I'm not about. sure even the actual space combat stuff is that good either. No, it's boring. It's like like swarmy, and you can't really tell what's going on. I mean, if this whole because this whole film is about tactics, right, and mm-hmm. military tactics, and there isn't actually enough. Uh, like, it's not clever enough actually what they do with that to show that their tactics are quite basic. Yeah. I mean, if it was well, like, ju- actually yeah. interesting in that in that sort of angle, yeah, it'd be totally great. Mm. But again, well, I suppose just... you can't do that in a Hollywood film, so you're left with this Hollywood version of it, which is basically, yeah, get the big gun out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the big gun. around the big gun, yeah, yeah. shoot the thingies off like bullets, yeah. and then blow up the planet. Yeah, yeah. It took a tactical genius to come up with that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you've, you've already got a planet destroying gun, you know, you've got mm. that. So why isn't your mm. plan initially? I mean, I've we need a to lot get of homeworld. I could, I think I'm better than this kid. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> get some complex waypoints going on. Mm. Flank them. Uh, um, he wasn't even using three D space at all, really, was he? he was no. very on a flat no. plane. Yeah. No, he made everything go down. That was his big thing. Make oh yeah, it go of course, down. go down. Yeah. Uh, and there's a bit when they shoot up through some ice. Yeah. They do that as a tactic. But you never see. <laughs> they never. I mean, I know it's, a, it's obviously on purpose. They don't like 
humanise the aliens. You never see an alien in a ship, do you? No. And I guess they're doing that on purpose for reasons, I suppose, but it just doesn't work, does it? Because, it, you know... No, but I like... I, but you see, this is, I, I, I think that's a strength... Where you're seeing that as a weakness. I find the whole kind of, like, oh, it's just a game and it's not real... But then it is real. I think that to me worked really well. But it works well. I can hear in, your uh, arguments. It, w- it works well in the Matthew Broderick classic war games. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. No, <laughs> it does not. But anyway, um, that's I, next year's I, I rank think anyway. That's a better telling of this of that story than this. Definitely. Well, it's it's a bucket load higher than this. Isn't it? Well, Alex. So before, <laughs> if, if Alex, if this was the Alex rating system, where would you put Ender's Game on that list? I'm not. I, I would just say it should be around forty <laughs> under Phantom Menace. Forty. What's that? Forty-four. Yeah. No. So like, I, I wasn't asked. I'm not asking for a huge uplift. No. It's not like I think it's the best film ever. I just think that everyone <laughs> I'd accept was it going harsh. like above these few. You know, these couple of joke films above it. I think it should be at seventy-two. Oh <laughs> because, no! Come on, like. Prometheus, not a good film, it's not, but it's got oh. like a nice soundtrack, hasn't it? Oh, that's really? another thing. The it's soundtrack, not, this you film, know, is based just a drone, and, isn't it? You know, <laughs> the story's garbage, but everything else is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Don't make it go down. <laughs> I mean, I, oh. it's better than Armageddon, I suppose. Um, yeah. It's not. <laughs> oh, no. Don't make it go down. <laughs> Damn you, rating system! You don't work! You don't work! <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. It's tough. I think Stargate was a better film as well. Oh, it's better than Doomsday Book. That was a mess. Yeah, but an it's, interesting mess. There's some I'd interesting put it ideas. Above, I'd put it above uh, Flash Gordon and Spaceballs, personally, but no more. You would, so 55. Mm. Yeah, oh, just an up, but that's better than it going down. God, I don't want it to go down any further. Oh, I don't Do you know. really want it to go down that far? No, I just, I, I quite enjoyed Flash Gordon, and Spaceballs wasn't very good, but it's not Ender's it's game, is it? Spaceballs, it's better than Space. I really don't think it is. I honestly don't think it is at all. This is like Michael Bay levels of bad for me. No, it was oh. terrible. But I mean, I guess yeah. if you're both saying, if you, if you're saying fifty-five, and what do you say? Like you said forty. Yeah. Four absurd. Well, mm-hmm. how about fifty? <laughs> how about fifty-six? So above spaceballs, but below exactly Flash Gordon. Where it is. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't want it to go down. That's all I want. Is it <laughs> okay. not to go down? Will you take? So if it has to stay where it is. That's will, fine. Will you take one one nudge up? I'll take one nudge up above spaceballs. <laughs> I feel like you're doing me a huge favour here. I am, yeah. So, so far I'm, in this grand reunion. I'm Bonzo Madrid. <laughs> we've got one film's not moved and one film's moved one space. Yeah, I picked the wrong film though. I forgot how much you hated it. It was you truly, really, truly really dreadful. hated it. I guess I'm lucky it's even that where it is, to be mm. honest. Yeah, if it's up to me to say it would be 70s. So, oh, you know, I'm man. going easy on you there. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> it was it like my birthday. <laughs> I know we're not even that far on the list, but I'd make sure it was down there, oh. like 105 but, or something. Well, then, so why have we moved up one, then? If both of the same should go down... <laughs> no, I don't want to be nasty. It's good. Okay. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Chris. Thank you. Civilised science fiction rating system. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, let's have a look. Dramatic. It was. That was... Uh... <laughs> it was a 
bit much. Just walked into that. <laughs> and I've got more notes, but I'll stop at that. Also, uh, one more thing I'll say though. Did you know that like Bean is like there's a whole series of books about Bean. Oh, God, he like rewrote really? all the things from Bean's perspective. That's a bit. I mean, I, I, I can't see the point of that, but I mean, there's like I looked into it. I think there's 18 Ender's Game books. I mean, really? And it, there's a at lot least three in you know. Yeah. Yeah. At least three of those books are um, the same events of this film again from different perspectives. Three of them are that <laughs> film, kind of like the Star Wars films. Yeah. Mm, well. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it went horribly wrong because they did probably yeah buying this. They thought yeah that's it. We've we've got like we can make these films till they till they the you know the money runs out and it ran out very quickly. Um, biggest box office bomb of 2013. Yeah. Wow. Deserved. Yeah. Right, well, let's uh, let's have a little quick break, and then we'll have our third and final rewatch film. Chris, it is uh, Mamoru Oshii's classic, genre-defining, game-changing film, Ghost in the Shell, which sits mm. at number five in the list. Chris, uh, you rewatched it? Yeah. And what's your thoughts on it now? Uh, still struggling. Still right. struggling. What's your problem with it? My main problem is I get the same level of enjoyment out of it as watching an old episode of Captain Planet or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> wow. Literally. <laughs> that is the level wow. of what I'm getting out of it. Do you know what I mean? Or oh, like Thomas dear. the Tank Engine. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. I bet you were I, I the first person on record of comparing Ghost of the Child to Captain Planet. We should yeah. have that as a quote on the website. <laughs> Do it. Oh, my God. Wow. Anyway. Okay. So, well, yeah. actually, yeah, I'm, you know, there's good... The themes are more complicated and interesting and you could go into you could go into that. But what I'm saying is the the visual stimulus is yeah. not um enough for me. Right. Okay. And you could say it's because it's been animated. You could say that's the reason, and I'd probably agree with you. Um, um I I know you really like this because you you understand more about the actual the background culture and you you know more about where this came from and its back in its backstory and Christ knows what else and I don't have all that so I was just watching this completely fresh. Um, <clears throat> I don't know whether I don't know whether it's because I've also seen I I saw the live action one around the same sort of time and actually yeah. it covers. The the story stays pretty much the same, doesn't it? Pretty much. Right. They don't add or mm. take away. They haven't removed or added much mm-hmm. in the live action. And obviously there's just so much, it's so much more visually stimulating, the live action one. And actually mm. there's things that I, um, there was something which I thought the live action did slightly better actually, which you know, I might have to come back to me. I'll, I'll just see whether I wrote it down. Um, but it's the... 
yeah, it's just it's just not enough for me. Yeah, I'm watching a cartoon. Is it, yeah, is this, ultimately, if you distill it down, mm. is it because it's a cartoon? Yeah, I'm is bored. Is that your problem? Yeah. It's just, because I think that is, seems to be, and I know we had the big one. And I'm not saying, like, there are some, the way things but... are framed and, and the, its composition of shot is still quite good and, like, iconic for a animated mm. film in a lot of ways. Um, and the actual animation is, I can see why people really love it. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a difference between... There being ten colours on a on a shot, and you know a quarter of a million colours yeah, and yeah. and shades and way things are lit, and that's the difference. Is it this style of animation, or is like any animation? I'm trying to feel think that if way. There is anything old school? No, I think it is any sort of animation. I can't go. I can't go long form with it. Yeah, like that's why I hate the, that scanner darkly one as well. Mm. Well, that's, that's not even animation, is it? That's just a cheap Photoshop filter, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Applied to a film. Mm. Yeah. Um, I can enough. understand, like, the skills involved are incredible to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I agree with you. That this, I think the animation, the definitely style of it is, like, anime, especially that, that style of it, is built on economy and the fact of, like, skipping frames and making things simple because they churned a lot of it out. Mm. so it is it is in some ways it is a simple style but like to me that's I think that's what appeals to me about it I like the look of it and that sense mm. of mm. Um, because I think I think they're forced to do more with the, the camera the way they direct it and the way they frame shot and stuff like that mm. because they've not got the whiz bang of yeah. you know like Disney animators like churning out you know hundreds and hundreds of cells of animation mm. thousands even I think they're forced to do more with like like the shots at the end of the tank and of the building all the shots in well loads it just, it just looks so mm. You know, like I can, I remember a lot of the shots from it, and a lot of animated films. I don't remember how things mm. are composed in a way. In some way, is is also how you have to write dialogue for that as well, because it's kind of like a comic book style of writing dialogue, where totally, there's, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of um, there's it's more wordy than you would do in live action. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. Which is difficult. I can't quite get on board with that either. Like, yeah. In, in and you're watching it through translation as well. And, and I'm watching it through translation, yeah, which is another thing. And there's probably, you know, there's probably stuff in the writing, which we're losing completely. Like, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, the, as proven you know, by the, this, I think there's three different translations at least out mm. on, sub, on subtitles and DVDs and they're yeah, all radically yeah. different. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I also, I think last time I watched the dubbed version as well. Yeah, uh, just because I was start, I got like halfway through, and I was just quite hard going, so I kind of flipped it to dub. But again, it's very wordy. It's very, um, you know, they they just how it's written is is repetitive and is is kind of. But you know, that's you know, that's not even the filmmaker. That's someone that came came along after. So yeah, um, I mean, the problem with the dub is often they can't fit enough. Mm. Uh, English words into the space of the Japanese words, can they? Mm. So they speak no. in that unnatural sort of sped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's style, interesting which... to see. What I will give this, that like, there's basic production design in this. How they designed like the, you know, like that tank at the end, and which they actually didn't really change in the live action because there were such good designs. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of a a, a pro. Um, yeah. But um, I just think just base base stimulus is. For what a movie experience should be, a cinema yeah. cinematic experience, this doesn't quite reach it for me. Okay, fair enough. 
Alex, how has your opinion changed, if at all, since the last? Well, uh, no, I still re- again, like I said, I went into this and Wally being like, right, they're too high. Let's let's sort this out. And I will say, Ghost and Shell is too high, mm-hmm. but I do think it's too high. But watching it again, I th- I still think it's an amazing film. I think it's an amazing achievement. That it's an hour and a half. And I mean, what was good for me this time was that I could, because I knew the plot, I didn't really need to pay as much attention mm. to all the kind of like the ins and outs of who he is mm. and what's going on yeah. and all that. I yeah. just sat back in it. And I think the action in it is just, there's some brilliant action sequences. I I do get on with that way of, you know, cartoons, I'm fine with it. And I think the action's amazing. In fact, just like not bothering trying to work out what was going on, I actually enjoyed certain bits of it a lot more. Like, I mean, I thought the bit with um, where the guy with no augmentations, mm. what's his name, Tagasi or whatever, him, yes. when he works out how that they that the bodies of those people was like really augmented because he just watches the lift thing backwards and forwards. That bit, you know, that bit when yes, he's in his yeah. car. Yeah. That I think is a really brilliant scene. It's mm. very small. But it's also like a brilliant kind of homage to Blade Runner because it really reminded me of the kind of zooming mm-hmm. in the picture in Blade Runner when he's looking, you know, that whole iconic scene. Yeah. <clears throat> it kind of really reminded me of that. And it, I think it's kind of the, the the kind of the best thing about it, but you could say it's a disadvantage. It feels almost like you've started watching a series about in the middle yeah. and you haven't seen loads of the mm. early episodes. Mm. So they just throw you in. They're like, all right, here's the characters, here's the setup, here's a department, there's these other departments, and you kind of have to kind of hit the ground running, which is really good. Yeah. But because of the way it ends, you feel a bit sad, because to me, I wanted to see more of them the as that before. unit. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I want almost a prequel to like them doing other missions or who she is. Yeah, I don't want... I mean, the, 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 I think that the live-action... I just didn't like all the backstory about. I think this would have been better as a serialised thing. Well, it it became um, standalone complex. He's a series that came after this. He's basically what you're describing. Mm. Yeah, but is she the little girl robot or is she the? I I can't remember. I've not really seen it because the girl thing is a bit. That's a bit weird. The ending, but yes, yeah. No, I think that the live action it just it, it gave you so much backstory, and I just didn't need all that. I think. I just think it is a brilliant film. I think it's it is a huge achievement, and yeah, there was, I just got a lot more from just kind of like letting it wash over me a lot more. I got a lot more from it, and I mean, I think like an advantage of the animation. I think those the the invisible suits. I mean, obviously in animation they just don't draw mm. the person. Yeah. And a, but it works really well because the fight, that fight she has yeah, when she's yeah, invisible yeah. and he's just getting thrown around. I think it looks amazing and I don't think it looked as... Although they did pretty much shot for shot in the remake, mm. it, I don't think it looked as good because you're just like, oh, I can see a f- kind of fuzzy predator, you know, oh, that looks like that effect. I don't... I yeah, don't they, they, I think they in handle animation, like the, uh, the contact really well, don't they? I don't think... Mm, does the camera yeah. shake something? There's a real, like... You can feel yeah. it, can't every, like, hit of it. Oh, yeah. She's not there. It's really it's, well done, yeah. Yeah. And also, I, the thing I noticed this time, well, I, I still the confusing bit to me is what because they say she's a cyborg, yeah. But I thought that she was completely created; that there isn't really any humanity in her, as it were. Well, that's that like, maybe there's some memories, but it's not really. She's a basically a robot, a construct. That's what, yeah, yeah. That's not what I understand to be a cyborg. Mm. But anyway, that could be a translation. But I do think that the. Um, Oh, I think that's where it kind of lost me a little bit, that bit. That's the bit. Yeah, it's the wording yeah. of that is a yeah. bit confusing. I that think, is she... don't they call her, a, a, isn't she called a cyber, not a cyborg? Mm. 
But I uh, was yeah. I was really struggling to understand Which, what was going on. Yeah. Like whether what she was and yeah. my understanding yeah, of it is is that she she is completely created that she mm. isn't. Yeah. It's a robot, she, but with like yeah, consciousness but, put in. Yeah, and like her memories have come from other people's memories of things. Like she yeah, is a, exactly. There is a yeah. human root to it, but in terms of a conscious, that is a created, you know, mm. conscious from the ground up. That's that's my understanding of it. I might be wrong. I yeah, mean, you know. Yeah, but the thing I the thing I noticed. I mean, I have read I read that book that I sent you as well. But the bit with that weird montage where it's raining. Yeah, she sees kind of she sees a person that looks exactly like her. Yeah, mm. which I didn't really notice before, but that kind of in my head, I was like, "Oh, that kind of means that that's kind of cool because it means that anyone could almost have her body or her yeah. face, yeah. which mm. is kind of a really cool concept of identity." And it's not heavy-handed; it's just, "Oh, look, there's someone who looks just like her, and she's a robot." Oh, yeah. So, so there could be other people mm. that look. So I, I think there's a lot to it, uh, but equally, I can see that if Chris just if you do not get on with this as a art form or as a presentation that is a huge yeah, it's kind of the same it. reason I'd never buy like a, a U2 album or a band where they're just using guitar drums and voice because it's just not interesting to me yeah it's not it's not rich so it's like Captain Planet and it's like U2 wow <laughs> two horrible you, comparisons you're, you're killing like. me here <laughs> Captain Planet was bad enough, but you too. Oh, Jesus. As an analogy of like how yeah, things I are you simplistic. Um, yeah, so I won't... You're going to get much... loads of hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much more I can add that I didn't say last time about it, really. But like, on, I, re-watching it this time, I tried to like take away the you know 20 years of uh, you know attachment to it I've got and watch it as a film. But it's kind of tough, and I think it is... Like you said earlier, it's such a... Like, I watched this... I remember... I watched The first time I saw this was on... I think it was Channel 4, but I taped it off. They used to do anime, like, really late at night, I think, Mm. on Channel 4. Yeah. Like, the late 90s. And I think that's when I first saw it, and it was dubbed. And it was just sort of, you know, like, mind-expanding in a way of, like, what, you know, what is going on? What is this? I don't understand it. And obviously, that's to my taste, that kind of philosophical, what is, you know, lots of this sort of deep nonsense like this. I like this kind of shit. And, and I always have. I mean, I think a lot of it is because of this film's why I like it. So mm. it's kind of hard for me to. I think because I was on Channel Five, expanding my mind in different. Ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no comment. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. It's. Did you I... bring your essay that you wrote? You found it yet? No, I haven't found my essay. No, oh, I thought you were just going to read some it. Reading. This, yeah. yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah, no. <laughs> but no, because I don't. But that's the thing as well. Like, I mean the. It is like even watching it now, it's still making me like think and things like that, and that's mm. what I'm getting. Like to me, it's like a brain exercise in a way. But but mm. one that the reason it is so good is because it's not this dry mm. philosophical paper. It's this incredible to me. It, I think it looks incredible mm. anime about you know cyborgs beating up robots and mm. a guy a policeman with like robot eyes and yeah. it's this big Blade Runner world, but in Tokyo, so it's mm. even cooler than Blade Runner, and it just. Mm. It, it's the like design of the guns and stuff, and there's a lot of, yeah, kind of really wonderful. great just base design in there mm. that is just really yeah you know which they did use in the uh, like, like the, the fingers the kind of crazy um, typing fingers that just kind of come yeah. out of the hand mm. like that was and that's completely in the in live action one. The thing as well for me is why I think it is so good and why I think it is a top five film and I understand obviously it's not going to be after this but it's because there is so much of this sort of media like anime this manga sort of stuff and after this it, a lot of it came west. 
but none of it's ever connected to me in a way this has. Like, and I've watched, you know, I like some stuff. I like a lot of Cowboy Bebop was good, and um, mm. I've started watching Pat Labore, which is the thing that this guy did before Ghost in the Shell. That's that book is Alex. Yeah, you mentioned I know Pat that Labor. it's a big yeah. robot thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so I, I bought those. I'm watching that, and it's okay. But never again have I got that sort of sense of like this is a new, mm. you know, it's a new world, mm. and I think that that is time place, and I can't. I think to detach that from my what I think of the film is wrong in a way because that's what the film is to me is this new frontier of you know stuff yeah um so yeah i don't know i I still absolutely love it and and i think it's valid like i agree the animation's a bit simple i I think though i do think it's brilliant and i get that it's like i i i I get in a way how it's not a very it's a funnily paced film isn't it it does it does lull and there are bits where you could probably admin in it like there is it's just so Mm, cool I quite like that yeah Yeah. I like that but I mean like you said about that book because this that whole kind of manga entertainment explosion in the UK I was a real big part of that as well and I think if you were caught by that kind of like what is this there's like you know Ursa you know with like you know demons raping women and stuff and there was um, Kyra yeah, and Fist of the North Star, Fist of the North Star and, like yeah. Golgo Thirteen, which is my favourite. But all those things, you're right. If you were part of that wave, you were just like, "What? What is this stuff? I don't." Uh, yeah. It's amazing. I've never seen this before. And it is that it played with that kind of, in a way, because it was a cartoon. You were a bit like, "Oh, but this is a cartoon, but it's super violent and it's super adult and it's kind of super." It's it's yeah, it's got all this heavyweight intellectual stuff going totally. on, and it, it it kind of at a certain age, I think, if it hit you at a certain kind of like teenage age yeah. then it, it did just kind of that stuck that sticks with you and if it didn't then it didn't maybe it's in a way that like obviously transfer the, yeah totally and the other big one around then Akari is like the other big one isn't it and I yeah. like Akari but that didn't have the same effect at all mm. and I think that's again why I like Ghost Show so much because I think you know none of it none of it connected in that same way to me as no. as this did I still like Akira. We should do Akira. Great film. We're going to probably have to do it, sorry to say, Chris, because yeah. it's such a huge thing. But yeah. yeah, that just freaks me out, that film. That just still disturbs me. But um, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. I think it's, I just think it's the problem here is that, yeah, I think for you, Chris, is just you're just not getting the medium of the message, as it were. Yeah. But I can understand, like, actually, I was just looking actually where I would put it on the list because, but creatively, it, like, does stand above. It wouldn't go too far down for me because it does stand above other things here, like yeah, in what it, yeah what it's done, um, yeah. It's weird as well because like think of like the Matrix, which obviously like heavily rips it off mm. in terms yeah. of it's like questions about things, and they've openly said that, haven't they? Yeah. But like the Matrix, in some ways, is a a much more successful film because it is, you know, like. That's a proper it's been action film, isn't it? Around like the yeah. Western ideas, yeah. Right? And what Matrix mm. does is retains those deep questions as well, doesn't it? In mm. a way, I mean, I'm not seeing it a lot in a long time, and I'm really not well, the looking first forward one's to watching it. Anyway, but then they go too deep with the. Oh yeah, they yeah. yeah. But that first one, like, mm. I yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I'm glad it's not in the list because <laughs> I think if it was in the list, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell maybe wouldn't be as high as it was. So, Chris, where would you put it anyway? If you're going to move it down, I would put it uh, at number fifteen. Okay. Because I think creatively, it's kind of similar creatively to Fifth Element, and the stuff mm. above it is very good. And then Guardians and a few below it start getting popcorny. Yeah, they're good films, but not a little bit yeah. more sort of empty in what they are. Yeah, fair enough, Alex. <sighs> See, the thing is, I love Predator Two, but <laughs> I can admit that it's not 
as important and kind of like as innovative as this. And I think maybe even the fly probably isn't as important as innovative as this. So I probably would put it under AI, uh, but I wouldn't put it any lower than that. I think it's, I think it's, it's, it what really about, did kind of what about one game above change. AI? Why? Because <laughs> like, I can, I can appreciate Die Darko, Starship Troopers, the thing, all absolutely incredible films, that are working on multiple levels, do lots of interesting things, you know, and are in the case of thing, like the absolute pinnacle of its genre in a way, you know, that kind of horror thing, starship troopers, just fantastic fun, but also this weird sort of deep, um, film, Donnie Darko sort of like nothing before it. And, uh, like so cleverly written, like it's, it's, it's such a tight, clever script. Mm. AI, fascinating but a bit of a mess mm. like it was really interesting and really it's very good epic though ai and it, it is yeah. epic, truly but uses th- film it yeah. does but i think it's, we are, it's and this is a film thing but i think I it's think. flawed whereas everything above that i don't think is particularly flawed but ai really really affected me on an emotional level that yeah. um, if I, ai affected me on an emotional level more than any of the other films mm. above it really yeah. so i that emotional impact on me is so big that i would let it go mm. from its flaws and the fly of- for me does exactly what this film can't do and is kind of my whole argument is it's like a stage show of performance and acting and then putting that on camera and we just Obviously, you don't get any of that, and that's kind of what I'm missing. Yeah, this is the fly is like a masterclass in single mm. location. Yeah, that's uh, true. performance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now it's not as epic as AI or anything like it, but mm. it's for what it is. It's it's pretty remarkable. Mm. Mm. So, so you'd say un- under the I'd say talk it down because then you know Predator <laughs> Two is you know kind of more. Um, trashy well kind of more trashy it's great movie but it's kind of more you know traditional I think Predator 2 is there because of who's what who's writing this list isn't it like that's there because of our individual uh, tastes (laughs) whereas ones above it sort of empirically are good you know All right, I'll you take think 11. that's where the whole system breaks down from Predator 2 I'll take 11 then Oh, I'm sorry, Sam. It's not as bad as I thought. Like I was prepared for a big, big drop, so I'm quite glad that it's <laughs> remained top fifteen at least. Um, yeah. I was actually oh, he's gone to number ten. Oh, of course, yeah, because he's taken Ghost Shell out from early on. Oh, he's still yeah. top ten. So good, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's mm. fine. Right. So, well, that wasn't that wasn't brutal, and we didn't even argue about. The, no, not the, really. <laughs> it was a very civilized discussion. <laughs> Fantastic. We respected each other's. Yes. Uh, We've been doing this a, a longer than a year. I uh, I turned my mic off while Chris was talking. I was just like shouting into the void. Over- <laughs> <laughs> you using the cough button, but solid. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like hammered my fist down on it. <laughs> right. Well, brilliant. So that's the re-ranking done. Um, <coughs> so that will happen next year again, I presume. Um, yeah. Make three more choices. What episode on fifty-seven? So yeah, about. 100 and something so yeah that was good so we've moved a little bit around we've rejigged uh ghost in the shell down to number 10 we've rejigged wally down to number 17 which was where it was before <laughs> and we have rejigged ender's game up yeah to 56 it's moved that's up, the true victory for me one so yeah <laughs> ender's game the only winner really from that yeah yeah uh, completely how's that happened <laughs> 
I feel like I've been hoodwinked somehow. That's uh... <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, hey, Sam. Everything's changing, isn't it? Correct. So this is the last regular one. Uh, next week. Um, oh no! In fact, I don't need to worry about it because we've got a little bit we're going to put on the end, haven't we? Um, so we'll now cut to our past future really selves. Slick. Yeah, it'll get slicker. <laughs> so there'll be a little cut now back to uh, oh, to us yeah. from last from fortnight ago. Who'll explain to you what we're watching next week? So delete it, delete it, delete it, delete it. So here we are. Uh, we're actually in the past, but we're on the end of this episode. And uh, yeah, so we're going to do a trailer for next week and our first of this new format where we're going to go deeply into a film. And actually, appropriately enough. Um, I hadn't even realised this till now. Um, do you remember, Chris, when we were first discussing the ideas of this podcast mm. and we took a long walk over the hills of Mould? We did, yeah, that was, that was great. Sounds yeah. beautiful. And we spent a long time debating about whether this film was science fiction or not. I only threw myself off a watch. cliff at that point. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we were right on the edge uh, of a cliff, weren't we? Over we were, yeah. We went the wrong way and ended up like, mm. yeah, Almost dying. We went down uh, this illegal like footpath, and it was right on the edge of the cliff. God, it felt like yeah, Indiana was... Jones in the second one. Yeah, not in the fourth one. Kalima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right at the dawn of it, we had the idea to watch Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and we can't tell you why it's science fiction because if you've not seen it, it's a spoiler. Although a man does survive a nuclear blast in a fridge in the first five minutes, and that's yeah. kind of science fiction. So mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, so our first deep dive film is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Um, I'll do a little synopsis for you. Basically, someone says they found the Crystal Skull. Indiana yep. Jones goes to get it. But <laughs> it's 20 years after any of the good Indiana Jones films, and he's really old. Oh, and Sheila Buff's here. Oh, God. He can't run. Oh, yeah, and he can't run. And um, Karen Allen's not acted since the first film, but she's back. <laughs> oh. because Maybe because she can't act. And mm. yeah, so this will be fun, won't Shots it? Fired. Yeah. Um, a little bit of other history here, Alex. Do you remember watching this with me in two thousand and eight? Yeah, I do. In fact, I was. Uh, I only just reread my. Uh, I did the blog while we were in Canada, and I re- yeah. I wrote about us going to see this, and I I, can't, I haven't got it in front of me to quote it. I'll try and dig it out from somewhere, but I'm pretty sure that we didn't hate it. I, was sh- it. I remember I was thinking sh- it was really good. Yeah, I was shocked because I thought we'd I'd get to that bit and be like, oh, it was terrible. Blah, blah, blah. But actually, no, I think we were all, me, you and Lee, who was there with yeah. us, I think we all were quite positive Highly. about it. Yeah, so a um, bit worrying. What was wrong with us? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can remember, I remember then, like, probably a couple of years later, getting the DVD and saying to my parents, oh, we should watch it, it's not that bad, and watching it thinking, oh, my God. Yeah. What? What was I thinking? We, but, we did um, drink a lot while we were out in Canada, so maybe it was to do with that. I, I don't suppose, know. suppose, yes. Hype and drink. <laughs> anyway, let's watch a trailer for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, shall we? Shows a hell of a lot of trailers, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I was thinking that. It's very short, but shows you a lot of the film for such a short yeah. trailer. That's very odd. Um, yeah, and the other thing that briefly, I mean, obviously, we can't watch the other three Indiana Jones films because they're not science no. fiction. No. But um, I just thought we'd just see what everyone's thoughts on the old ones are. We can't, it's not science fiction, you know, <laughs> while we're here. Um, <laughs> Because they're great, aren't they? Raiders yeah. is a perfect movie. 
Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. It's up there with Jurassic Park for me as like per perfect movie. No, but they're all good. They're all good. No, they're not. No, they are all the good. The second one, I like stuff in the second one. And the third yeah. one is okay. You know, they're all perfectly watchable. They're pretty cool. Yeah. I think Last Crusade is the weakest. It is the weakest. Mm. Yeah, but it's still good though. It's still enjoyable. Um, right. But there's still good shit in there. There's Nazis. Mm. Yeah. And um, that's all you need. Junior. <laughs> hey, Junior. That's a quote. Chris. <laughs> there's Nazis and that's all you need. Yeah. Chris Redding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's great quotes in every film as well. Like, it's just brilliant. Yeah. Raiders has got some great quotes in it. Like, um, the little Nazi guy. Yeah. Yeah, for a line. Like, it's a, goes, when yeah, he sits down, he goes, films. what should we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> um, Steven Spielberg, of course, who, is this the moment he jumped the shark? It probably is, isn't it, really? I think. Yeah. Although he's still, British Spies was all right, so that was him, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. Um, but Ready Player making, One. He's making D5, isn't he? He's making another one. That's his yeah. next. Oh, is um, he? Yeah. That one he's be underwater. Uh, oh, is that what's going to be? Is it Atlantis? Is it? I don't I think so. Oh, right. Um, yeah, he's making that and uh, some comic book shit. And mm. what's his one? Oh, West Side Story. How weird is that? Oh, yeah, you said about West Side. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so maybe Indie 5 will be science fiction as well and we can watch it. But for now, that's it. Um, I've just realised I haven't really thought about this because this is the end of... Will this be the end of the other podcast? Yeah. I'm, con- I'm so confused. This will be the end of the... Uh, this will be so the we, end so we of just the... Say goodbyes here? Ender's we say Game 1, won't it? But put this in as well. This is good shit. Well, this rambling. This you know what, though? I think I think we should cut back to our future selves here. Right, okay. And we'll do we'll do the conclusion of the show. Right. Oh, yeah, in Ghost the in the Shell got to number 30. That was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Molly yeah, so is now number one. <laughs> we all know past... Oh, God, who is it? No, future us know that past us were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. So now we're back in the present past. Oh, man. Where we were. Good work, guys from the past with that trailer watching and That's now right. Alex let us know what the social media is right so email at system at gmail.com send us your selection of one film only one film now yep. you don't need to think of something clever that connects the films or oh they're all about you know plants or something no just pick a film you like and we'll slag it off so that's what's important. <laughs> um, the website is sciencefictionratingsystem.com. We're at Twitter at SF Rating System, Instagram at Science Fiction Rating System, and Facebook at SF Rating System. They've all got lots and lots of fun things on them. Go and see them and like us, especially on Facebook. We've got like 15 people like us on Facebook. It's terrible. It's not good. More than 15 people must listen to this. I Facebook's hope. dead now, though, isn't it? Yeah, Facebook is dead. Um, while we're in this uh, social media bit, we've actually got some correspondence, which was put what? up... What? I think it was up quite a while ago. Let me just try and find it. It's on iTunes, and it's a message to Alex. Where can I... Uh... Oh, no. What? It's actually from January, so sorry to uh, to oh, Gonk, God. Gonkfoot, who leaves the review Gonk with five stars, and says, Hi, Hey, you guys are great, and the podcast is rocking, but please give Alex a lesson in the wonder of the Gonk droid. 
So I presume this is after. Oh yes, the after gong- that was my that was a Star Crash episode where we did the uh, competition about what was mm. Star Wars or not Star Wars. Yeah, and I I <laughs> hilariously thought gonk droids were uh, an obscure reference. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry for all the Star Wars fans out there. Yeah, I well, well the uh, poor old gonk the Wookie on that one. Yeah, at yeah. least you got Gonkfoot to do uh, a review. Oh, so thanks, Gonkfoot. Thank you, thank you, Gonkfoot. I I will never ever think that the gonk droid is uh, obscure again. <laughs> Do you know what a uh, gonk's foot looks like, Alex? Is that quite big? Yeah, they are quite big. Two big shuffling feet. Yeah, kind of bounces, doesn't it? It's like a kind of grilly black one, isn't it? Yeah. With the legs. Gonk. It's it's one of the more, obviously, a dwarf in a box uh, of the the robots (laughs) in the Star Wars canon thing. (laughs) It sort of just like meanders around, doesn't it? It doesn't even move like a robot. That's what I like about them. Yeah, totally. Their function, their entire function, they're a battery. Yeah. <laughs> Good old gunk. Good old gunk. Well, anyway, so well, that's the end of this week. Uh, join us next week for the first of this new Brave New Era of uh, reviewing one film in more depth. We'll see how that works out. And uh, <laughs> yeah, recharge your gunk batteries and come back to us. For now, cheerio. Bye. Bye.